Okay, we're up to Daf Chav Hamid Beis, two lines on the bottom. So, just to remind us of what we're talking about, if a person set aside, a Nazar sets aside money, uh, the Nazar at the end of his term or her term has to bring a Chatas, a Shlomim, and an Oila. If they set aside money and then are no longer Nazirim, the Halacha is that if you specified what the money is, if it's called Maus Mifurashin, if you specified this is a chatos, this is an ayla, this is an asham, so then the money is treated like the carbon, which is the chatos the dies, and so the money is thrown in Yamamelach. The money for the asham is brought, shlam is brought for shlam, an optional, an optional shlam, an optional ayla. But if you just put the money down, you say these are for the carbonos, and you don't specify what, the halacha is all of the money, instead of being spent to replace the oila, to replace the shlom, to replace the chatas, it's all spent on an optional carbon, an optional oila. Why? I there's chatas money in there, what's the difference? It's halacha lemosha mesina. It's called mo stumen, which means that if you have a pile of money for a nazir, and inside the money there is chatas money, halacha lemosha mesina, I would honest questions, halacha lemosha mesina, the money is going to be spent on an optional carbon. So the Gemara says, Amr ma'ar halacha hibin nazir. That's the halacha Moshe Messina regarding Nazirim. Says the Gemara Vesuleka, it implies that this is a special halacha for Nazirim. But that's not really true. There are other scenarios where a person will set aside money, have within it chatas, and all of it is spent on an optional carbon. Meaning this halacha Moshe Messina does not seem to be exclusive for a Nazir. Even though you said it's exclusive for a Nazir, but the problem is, Vatanya is a b'raisa. The b'raisa says, V'shar kinim We know there are certain people that have to bring bird carbonos. Now we're going to focus specifically on a mitzora. The halacha is that a mitzora has to bring a bird carbon of a chatas and a bird carbon of an oila if they're very poor. If they become more wealthy, then they have to up their value and spend it on uh, on, on, on animals. So the case is, you have a mitzora, shefrish and mosekinayim, they set aside money for their birds, and then they got wealthy. So... So the money that the money that they were going to spend on the bird, chatas, can now be elevated, can be used towards the animal chatas. And the same thing with an oil. Meaning, although you set it aside for birds, it could be reallocated towards animals. Now, mace, let's say that person died, and he had a pile of money, and it was stumen, so the, the mitzayra set aside Five hundred dollars. He says, "This is my for my carbonus, including the carbon. Obviously, is a chatas and an oila." And then the person dies. The halacha is yiplu nedava. The entire money is spent on an optional carbon. It's identical to a nazir, but over here it's a mitzayra. So you told me it's halacha Moshe Messinai dafka by a nazir. It's not true. It's the same exact halacha regarding a mitzayra. So the Gemara says, "Tana nazir v'chayiv kina dedami." The answer is no. When it says nazir, it means anything that's similar to a nazir. But it's to the exclusion of something. Meaning, if you're telling me that it's la'alacha meshmesina dafka by nazir, we thought it was the exclusion of everything. The answer is no. It's it's inclusive of other things that are like a nazir. So a mitzayr is like a nazir. So what is it to the exclusion of? La'fukim hatatanya, and it's to the exclusion of the following brisa. The brisa says like this: Mishayim muchiyim chatos. Let's say someone is obligated to bring a chatos, right? He uh, he ate chaylev, whatever. He has to bring a chatos. Va'amar, and then in addition, he says harei oila. He says in addition to being a chatos, he says I'm also obligating myself to bring an oila. So now he has to bring a chatos because of his obligation, and he also has a neder to bring an oila. The halacha is the hifrish mos. He set aside money and declared harei elu 
these are for my obligation. He didn't say, specify which one, but he said, this is for my obligation. So the question is, what do you do with the money? So halacha is, He can't do anything with the money. Meaning, because over here, you see in the previous case, where a person is obligated, let's say, to bring two birds, both birds are the same obligation. You're a mitzvah, you have to bring two birds. So if you set aside money, you say, these are for my obligations, it, it's for both. But over here, the obligation for the chatos is because he ate chaylev. The obligation for the oila is because he made a nether. So because they're two separate obligations, therefore they're not considered the same unit. So it's like this. Hold on one second. Meaning in the previous case where a mitzvah sets aside money, and he says, these are for my obligations, it's for both the oila bird and the chatas bird because they're all both included in the same obligation for Mitzayra. Therefore, the money could, by the way, reallocate it towards animals that we saw. Also, if you wanted to spend all of the money on the chatas and get more money for the oila, you're also allowed to do that because they're both considered within the same obligation. Therefore, the money can be transferred. However, in this case, where you have the chatas is because he ate chaylev, and the oila is because of an option. The halacha is because they're separate chiyuvim. When he says, he means the money should be spent for one. So if he meant chatas, then it's chatas money, to the exclusion of oila. If he meant oila, it's oila money, to the exclusion of chatas. And the problem is, because you don't know what he meant, his statement was ambiguous, we don't know what it's meant, therefore the money cannot be used for either. That's not relevant to our discussion. What's our discussion? Our discussion is, if you have money that is ambiguous, that included in it, that has... Chatas and oil and shlomim money. So we said from the Zalach Mashim Sina by a Nazir and including a Mitzayra that if you have money stumen, money that's not specified, that's a pile of money that has within it chatas, has within oil and shlomim, all of the money is spent on an optional oil. Says the Gemara, that's the exclusion of the following halacha. The halacha is this person who's obligated to bring a chatas because of the chaylaviyat and he's obligated to bring an oil because he optionally, uh, he said he's going to bring an oil, mace. If he died, so this person died, and he had unspecified funds. So he's, he put aside money, and he says, these are for my obligations. So included in the funds is partially chatas, and partially oila. The halacha is yelchul yam all of it has to go to yam melech. Meaning, this halacha Moshe Messina, which says that if you have some chatas funds, all of it is spent on an optional oila, that is to the exclusion of this case. This case is not similar because it's dafka by a nozer, or anything similar to a nozer, which is where all the karbonos stem from the same obligation. But over here, because the karbonos do not stem from the same obligation, the chatas is due to the chaylev, and the oila is due to the neder, so because they don't stem from the same obligation, therefore this halacha moshmesina does not apply, and if he left over money that was just for all of it, the halacha is the money has to go to Yama Melech. Okay. So we said in the Mishnah that there's a distinguish, there's a difference between specified funds, where you have to use the money for each carbon, uh, or unspecified funds, where it all goes to an Adava. So the Gemara says, Amr Ravashi, Hada Amrit Mifurashin Loi, when you said that specified funds are not used for the oila, specified funds is for the Chattas, for the Shlom, and for the oila, what, how do you specify? What, what's the case? Obviously, it's if he took money and he says, these are for my chatas, this is for my oil, and these are for my shlom. That's poshit specified. 
even if he, instead of taking, let's say it's $900, 300 for each carbon. So if he takes 300, says this is for Chatos, 300, this is for Noel, this is for Shlom, of course that's specified. But rather, even if he takes 900, places it on the table, and he says, this is from a Chatos, Oil Shlomim, because he mentioned Chatos, that's considered specified. And the halacha is that all of that money has to go to Yama Melech. Some have a different version. According to this version, that case where he puts $900 on the table and he says, this is from Echatos or Elushlam, of course that's specified. That's not even a Chiddush. Rather, even if he declares, these are from my obligation, they're considered specified. So if he puts down money, he says, these are from my Choyva, Choyva is always a Lushan that goes with Chatos. So because he specified Choyva, which is synonymous with the chatos, it's the equivalent of mentioning the chatos, and the halacha is that the money does not go to the optional nadava, it goes to Yamamelech. Okay? Amarava, Hada Amran, Maus Stumen, Yiplu Nadava. This halacha, Moshe Messinei, that unspecified funds goes for the optional nadava, Imnafla to mechatos, Mibinei Himarein Kimufurashin. Let's say you have over here like this. The case is. He, he specified, he puts down $900, and he says, these are for my carbonus. doesn't specify what, so it's unspecified, so it should go to optional carbon. But then he, he later says, three of that, of 900, three of the 900 is for my chatos. So he sort of specified 300. The question is, what do you do with the remaining 600? The 300 that he specified definitely has to go to Yamamelech, like any other chatos. What do you do with the other 600? You could look at it two ways. You could say, well, that 600 wasn't specified, therefore it should go to optional carbon. Or no, once he once he mentions the chatos, which is the main significant factor, then it's the equivalent of mentioning chatos oila shlamim, and the remaining six hundred is not brought as an optional oila; it's split, three hundred for a shlamim, three hundred for an oila. So it says Rava, Hada Amri Maus Stumen Yeplu Nadava Imnaf the Mechatos Bnei Merik Mufarashin. If he specify the money for the chatos, so he says out of the nine hundred, three hundred for me for the chatos, that's the equivalent of saying. Chatos Oilashlam. He's already specified all of them. So then you split it up three ways. The money for the Chatos goes to Yamamelch. The money for the Oila goes for an optional oil. The money for the Shlam goes to an optional Shlam. Go to the next page. Tanya Kavase de Rava. We have a Bryce that backs up Rava. What does the Bryce say? Elul Chatosi. If a person puts down $900 and he says 300 should be for my Chatos, Vashar Lushan is a Rusai, and the rest for the remaining Karbonus, but he never specifies Oila and Shlamim. The halacha is like Rava, that it's the equivalent of saying chatos elishlam. So the money for the chatos, you go to Yamamelech. Hashar, and the remaining 600, half for the oila and half for Ishlam. Now, the halacha is, he commits me'ila if he uses all the funds, but there's no me'ila if he only uses partial of the funds. The reason for this is, there's no me'ila on Ishlam. So therefore, for you to be over me'ila, you have to use, you have to use all the money so that you definitely use the oila and the chatas money. But if you just misuse part of it, then it's not considered the over me'ila because perhaps you use the shlomim uh, amount. So if let's say, um, yeah, so let's say again, you have nine hundred dollars. He says 
300 from Echata, so that 300 goes to Yamamelech. The remaining 600, we're saying, is split between Eilat and Shlamim, so if, if you want to be over this Me'ilah to bring a Karban, you'd have to misuse more than 50%, because if you mis- misuse 50%, we'll say, well, maybe you misuse the Shlamim section. Shlamim doesn't bring a Me'ilah. So for you to be over in so you have to definitely have misused the Eilat section, not the Shlamim. That means you have to misuse more than 51% of the money. Now that we mentioned the price, let's just continue. Let's say he puts in $900 and he says $300 for my Eulah. And the rest is for the remaining Karbanos. Then the Halacha is The $300 that you specify for the Eulah, you have to use for an Eulah. And you'd be over me if you misuse it. And the remaining $600, you put in the Dava. The remaining 600, although it's technically, I mean, if you think about it, if you remove the Eulah, that means the remaining 600 is a mixture of Chatas and Shlomim. But again, it's it's a mixture of money that's unspecified, because you didn't specify the chatos, which is the main point. It's unspecified. It has chatos in it. Halachal Moshe Messinai, that the entire money goes to a nadava, goes to a um, an optional oila. Umaylin bekulan ve'in again, same halacha. For you to buy this you have to use more than 51%. That way you're definitely misusing the chatos and not just using the shlamim section. Amrav hunamarav. Okay. So here's the deal to the end of the daf. It's like this. There's a halacha Moshe that if you leave over unspecified funds, and within those unspecified funds, there's chatas money, the halacha is, it's, it, the entire money doesn't go to Yama Melech, the entire money is going for an, an optional in the Dava. That's halacha Moshe dafka for a chatas. Money, though. What if instead of leaving money, you left something that can be sold and turned into money? So if it's considered money, the halacha Moshe applies only to money, not to objects. The question is, how do you define money as opposed to objects? Again, if there's Allah Messinai, then it goes to an optional carbon. If it does not fall under the category Allah Messinai, then it falls under a category of achatas that can't be brought as achatas, which is goes to Yamamelech. So says Ravuna Marav, Lois this Allah Messinai of unspecified funds that it goes for an oila only applies to money. But let's say a guy, a person left over a large cow, a bull, right? So it's not roy for all the carbonas because it's one animal and not all of those animals are brought from a from a cow. He loads over a large cow and he says, this should be for all my carbonas, meaning I'm going to sell it and the proceeds will go to my carbonas. The halacha is, the halacha is that it does not apply to an animal. The halacha is that the halacha only applies to cash. It does not apply to anything that's not cash and therefore... Hold on one second. Recording stopped. Yes. Yes, I just want to clarify. This is talking about a case where he didn't just set aside one cow, he set aside three cows. Now, all of them cannot be used for a carbon. So, therefore, he's obviously saying that the animal should not be, the animal should be set aside, that I'll sell it, and the proceeds will be set for a carbon. Which means each animal has within it a little bit of a chatos. It's unspecified funds. It's just in the, instead of cash, it's a cow. The halacha is... The animal's left to die. Now, why is it that the animal's left to die? Um, I guess all the animals are left to die. The reason being is like this. When you make, set aside an animal um, as kachim to replace, even if it's not fit for that carbon, the halacha is that you can only sell it when it gets a mum. Which, okay, so you have to wait for it to get the mum, then you sell it. The problem is, that takes time. The only time the halacha mushroom scene only applies to cash or something that can be sold very easily. If something is difficult to sell, 
because over here you have to wait a blemish. It's not. It's and then it's converted to cash. It's not considered cash. The halacha is that a dafka applies to cash, um, and therefore, um, and therefore, it does not apply to animals. It says the Gemara can refurashes. Amr of Nachman, Hadamri Nachman disagrees. He says, no. If the animals that you set aside already had a blemish, then the halacha is that it has like cash. Why? Because it's sold very easily. So because it's sold very easily, it has the status of cash, meaning that once you set it aside with a blemish, the halacha is that you sell it right away. So it has the status of cash. Therefore, it falls into the category that is unspecified funds that has within it some connection to a chatas. That all of it is used, the proceed is sold, you sell all three, and you use it as an, an oila, as an optional nedava. That's the halacha of Rev Nachman. Okay? It's... I, I don't know if it has to do with actually I don't know if it has to do with how easily they're sold. I just think it has to do with whether it has the status of cash. So says that was the first opinion is Rav. Rav says that if it if it doesn't have a blemish and therefore you can only sell it when it gets a blemish, then right now it doesn't have the status of cash. However, Nachman says, yeah, but if you sold if you designate it as an, a, a blemished animal, then it, it has the status of cash because it could be redeemed immediately. Uh, and it's considered equivalent to money. Avo nizba The Gemara says, but everyone agrees, nizba. Nizba was just like a piece of metal, a hunk of metal that you would have to sell. That is definitely not considered cash. It doesn't fall under the category because it's hard to sell. So if someone, instead of $900 on the table, the Nazir set aside $900 worth of metal, and he says, this should be sold, and the proceeds should be used for my for my karbonos, the halacha is, it's not considered um, cash, therefore it doesn't have the heter of Sinai that it could be used for a nedava, rather it's a valued, an item that has within it, kedushas chatos, in which case it has to be sent to Yama Melech. He says, no, even a hunk of metal has a status of cash because it's sold easily. They're arguing about whether it's easy to sell a hunk of metal. But a stack of building beams is not, because building beams are... Um, yeah, I guess, um, I guess it's harder to sell building beams. Yeah, I guess because think about it, who wants building beams? Only someone who's building a house. So it's it's much harder to sell because you have a smaller market. Therefore, it's not considered cash. Rather, it has the regular status of an item that has within it kedushas chatos. In which case, it's halach liyam hamelach. Okay, now. We said before, so the halacha mashmasina is dafka to mamin, it's dafka to cash, and the question is, does cash apply to animals that are blemish, not blemish, pieces of metal, hunks of wood? Why is it, what's the reason of these rabbanon, damri mos, because they say halacha mashmasina only applies to money, and it doesn't apply to animals, and it doesn't apply to hunks of metal, or mos, or money and not beams. So, so says the Gemara, Elamiata, according to you, that you're going to take it that it's dafka money, then it should also be the same thing for birds. Meaning, if someone were to specify it has birds and he sets them aside, he has to bring, let's say, a chatas and an oila, and he sets them aside, but without specifying, then 
if you'd say that it falls under the category of Halacha Mashem then they both could be brought as an oil. But if it doesn't fall under the category of Halacha they both have to die. So according to you, if you're going to take this step further, that that it's dafka money, it should be the exclusion of birds. Now, the problem is that's not true. And if you say, yeah, taka, taka, the unspecified birds, you taka have to let them die. Wait a minute, Rav Chizda said, Rav Chizda said, how do I know when birds are specified? You have two birds, one's for Chathas, one's for Eulah. How do I know when they're considered specified? It's either through the designation of the owner, or when the Kayim brings a carbon, meaning either when the owner says, this is a Chathas, this is an Eulah, or even if he didn't do that, if the Kayim says, I'm going to bring this as a Chathas, that's designation. So what's the point? Why does it matter? The question is like this. One last time, sorry. Recording. Meaning, the Gemara of Chizda said, you're telling me right now that basically birds cannot be specified. They're already considered specified. They're not considered unspecified. They don't have the Halacha Mashem Sinai of most students. Here's the problem. Rav Chizda said that if you want to specify which bird is which, because you have to know which one's an oil, which one's a chatos, either way to do that is through the owner doing it or through the Kayan doing it when he's Shas HaKrava. Here's the problem. If you're telling me that all that anything that's not money is considered already specified, then how, first of all, the fact that Rechizda says, this is how you specify, implies that there's a, that until that point they're considered unspecified. So right off the bat, that's already not like that. But I, I think it's a little deeper than that. It's that if you're telling me that they're considered specified already, just because the, the whole concept of being unspecified only applies to money, then how could the kind decide? Because it's considered specified before he got there. We just don't know which one is which. Because our Maisa, you're telling me that, that the Halacha Moshe Messinai only applies to money, to the exclusion of everything else, everything else is considered specified, then why is Rechizda saying the Kayin specifies it, which implies that up to that point it's considered unspecified? I thought according to you, all birds are considered specified from the time you bought them. So what's going on over here? Right, we'll pick it up tomorrow. We'll clarify this last point maybe tomorrow.